dad get up and go to work every day, and my mom, and then having to suffer and endure, and hear them come home after work, and hear what they have to endure, and hear all the people and injustice and racism and assholes yeah. and people and bosses and you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now when I grow up, wait, what am I? What's my? I'm expected to, you know, my parents fought, so now I'm expected to become a doctor. Yeah. A lawyer. Something, you know yeah. what I mean? But not this mad, <laughs> fucking angry chica next who likes mushrooms and is trying to tear down the systems of oppression. Give me a break. Hey y'all, this is Sippin. I'm your host Jay, and this week I have an amazing guest for y'all. Some of you may know him, some of you have heard of him, but y'all don't know until you hear this all about Mario Ceballos of POC Fungi Community. Mario's an amazing community organizer, activist, father, community like amateur fungi specialist. Mario just wears so many different hats and I'm really excited for you to listen to the amazing conversation we had. I mean, we were just laughing, just carrying on, having a good time. And Mario is just disrupting systems left and right. Um, It's really amazing to see this person of color really just charge forth when these really white spaces that are just very hetero and older community folks and he's just doing it and there's without further ado check out this episode you're really gonna enjoy it so grab that drink sit back relax let's get to sipping y'all sipping with jay i am here with the most amazing and awesomest person that I've met within the last year. I almost feel like today's a celebration. (laughs) I think I met you in October of last year, like for the first time, but we were both like low key stalking each other, like on Instagram, like what we do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting here today with- I wasn't low key about it, by the way. No, you weren't looking, man. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> that's true. That's true. Wait, no, that's all good. I feel like once you find community, you're like, holy fuck, I need mm-hmm. to know you. I need to meet you. Exactly. There's like this, this crazy connection that happens. But um, yeah, I'm like so excited and like low key nervous uh-huh. to just talk to you. I feel like every time like people ask you a question or every time I see you, like you're everybody like wants to talk to Mario, mm. you know? And so I, I just say it as like, I'm just like, oh, like he's already expending so much energy, but like I also want to like just embrace him and be like, hey dude, you know, like yeah. how's it going? So yeah. I feel like today's this really cool, rare opportunity of like sitting with you and like getting to know you. Yeah. So super rad. Yeah, super um, thank you. Thanks for saying that. Flattering yeah. me like that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we're here right now, and of course, it is sipping, and Mario and I are sipping on none other than Mario's famous tea. Can you tell me more about this cute little tea? Yo, you, you guys don't even know, y'all don't even know, like, we have these cute little abuelita cups, yep. but like, your abuelita's bougie. Yeah, the bougie, we got the bougie, bougie one, one that she never lets us use. Yes, that she never lets us use, and we, we kidnap these, and like... They have little flowers. They're so cute, yeah. and I, I feel so queer right now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Is it pinky up? Pinky up. So yeah, we're sipping on chaga, reishi, and canela tea. It's a little blend that I've been making uh, since the first Yankees, and yeah, it's kind of been my staple. Uh, you know, that everybody's expected expecting me to have every time I show up with you. Mm-hmm. Like, where's your tea? <laughs> so, you know, you got to keep delivering. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's good because the ratio is super bitter. Um, and I feel like the cinnamon, you know, I put the cinnamon stick in there. I feel like it kind of cuts out some of the bitterness. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the chaga is really earthy, tree-like tasting. Yeah. And, well, if you don't mind earthy, tree-like taste, you're going to love this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man, and you know what? I've, like, I've seen your tea so many times, and I feel like I've had a little taste of it, but there's something about today, like, it tastes, like, this is the whole tea yeah. that I'm drinking, not just somebody else's. Yeah, yeah. It tastes, and I think I feel this sense of, like, 
communal offering type of thing. Like we're real, uh, like you know, I don't have to say that. Too. Well, I do. I mean, this is this is a special brew tea for sure that I keep. This is my personal brew. <laughs> but you is know, this home? Brew? This house is the home brew? brew. The house brew. It stays on the it stays on the on the stove. And basically, after a tianguis, after I do I do a fresh brew every every tianguis. But when I come home, I bring home the mark or or you know the the mushrooms that I use. I throw them in the pot and I add a little more water. And every day or so, I'll let it brew. I'll, when I remember, I'll turn it on for a little bit, 20 minutes, an hour. Sometimes I forget, and it's like boiling like crazy. I gotta remember to turn it off. I'm just like, hey, hey, tea. But sometimes it'll stay on the stove for days without ever being like, you know, uh, turned on. Uh -huh. uh, I went away for almost four or five days, and I didn't turn it on for about a week, and. Um, it stayed fine. It doesn't, it doesn't grow mold or anything. There's a lot of antiviral, antibacterial. Mm -hmm. uh, the chaga itself has um, uh, antiseptic properties. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't go bad. Actually, in some places they even use it as a preservative for some stuff. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I keep it on the stove and it stays there. And so, Amazing. So, yeah, that's what this is. This is like a. What is, the, is there a name for it exactly? We like, need, maybe did, we come up with one it? now. Maybe yeah. today we do it on the show. <laughs> we'll reveal it at the end yeah, of the show. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, it's just, it's, I've just been calling it what it is. It's yeah. the Chaga Canela Reishi tea. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's all long. Yeah, yeah. But it it's doesn't... definitely like a child or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those teas, I, you know, it's just super intentional. I'm trying to make it really intentional. And I do even like to bring my kids in on it. So, and the way to do that is, just, yeah, like letting them use their hands and break yeah. it up. And it's really like, it sounds like it's a relationship that's happening. Yeah, we're definitely doing that. We're trying to yeah. build relationships. I like to let them see me do it. And that way I feel like I'm passing on a little bit of what I'm doing and like yeah. involving them in the process as, not, as opposed to, you know, just like, oh, that's just something that daddy does. You uh, know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, you know, yeah. so they definitely help me out. And, so yeah, way to do that is just like let them get their hands on it and break it up uh -huh. into little pieces, and then we just throw it in the tea, let it brew, and um, and yeah, when I bring it back, they already know what's up. Like, oh, you're bringing back tea, yeah. and we know like, and we even feel it like, uh, like this is, you know, like the tea that's been shared, and we're sharing it back with us again. Yeah. So it's like. It is very for us. It's communal. When you said uh -huh. communal, we're like we're like yeah. cool. We're still sharing. Like this is uh -huh. still everybody shared this bachelor bachelor that we're drinking on. Two months worth of people sh like drank from those mushrooms. Uh -huh. You feel uh -huh. what I'm saying? So Absolutely. like, so I, in a way, I'm so connected to all those people. Like I'm drinking yeah. that tea that we all like shared. You know. Uh -huh. um, yeah, and then I'm so I let it chill on the stove for a while. So it's also fermenting. So I kind of like my fermented tea, but really yeah. it doesn't like. There's no probiotics in there because it doesn't. It uh, can't really grow in there. It doesn't have any. We've been on a on a mission to decolonize for a while. Um, it started off uh, when my first one was born. We uh, we uh, were looking for support, like mental health wise, like for each other postpartum and. Mm -hmm. uh, we realized like a lot of things we were going through weren't being supported and maybe even like not talked about and maybe even ashamed, like shamed, you know, when it yeah. comes to mental health and postpartum depression. And, um, and well, some of the conventional like therapies also didn't like, like, a, like uh, resonate with us. Um, it wasn't until I started, like, I remember um mushrooms back when i was a kid you know i remember taking like mushrooms and stuff but um i was looking for something else and um you know i used to work in the hospital and so i wasn't really looking to like you know like a conventional modern western uh medicine like i wanted to break away from that you know i, yeah. I didn't want to like support that model anymore because i was a part of it for so long and um so I started looking elsewhere, and uh, mushrooms like came up a couple times, and um, I started looking how to get back, how to like get my hands on them again. And yeah. It was really hard, and the people who I had to go through to get it were like just not people that I really cared too much for, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of 
pushed me to figure out how to grow my own mushrooms. Really? And that was my therapy. That was like how I was able to um, um, just stand stronger in my beliefs, stand stronger in my in my in my relationship mm-hmm. with my partner, and we were able to kind of break a lot of the you know just some of the patterns that we were stuck in, and I was able to see um, a lot clearer. Um, like some of where some of our trauma was coming from, and why we were going through what we were going through, and because we just had a baby, and like we were just like, we, you know, we were like experiencing everything through their eyes, and like remembering a lot of things from our own childhoods and everything, right? So, so it helped us um, uh, just break down some of that stuff and like process it a lot easier, and then and then even like talk about it more and with each other and be more open about it. And, um, and in that process, we were able to just do a lot of healing. And um, yeah, I learned <clears throat> when she got pregnant again, um, I was like ready this time. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, I know what to do, what to expect. <laughs> and I wanted to be way more involved in the process. Not that I wasn't in the first one, because I was, I've always been involved, but I wanted to, I, um, I was starting to look at this point. I was starting to look more at um, like tr- like home births and like traditional mm-hmm. birthing and and like doulas, doulas and stuff, midwives. Uh-huh. And um, for my first one, I even had a friend who was a doula, but we still, you know, we're still weren't really convinced or comfortable or 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 you know, we didn't have we weren't we never we never were connected to like to medicine or or. or or you know, like indigenous knowledge ways, um, and if we were ever, it was always kind of, um, you know, maybe looked upon like something kind of dangerous, okay. something different outside of the church. Because we definitely grew up. I personally, I grew up, you know, in the church. My family grew up heavily in the church and influenced by the church. So, so it was. Um, so there was that. To break there was that whole barrier to break before you could even break into like learning about yourself or connecting with your own medicine again you know so it wasn't until my second uh, child that i really like i i was i wasn't gonna let those i weren't i wasn't gonna let any of that stuff uh get in the way yeah. and um um yeah i started i almost i feel like i became my partner's doula, you know, and I learned how to use oh. the rebozo and I learned oh, okay. all these things and like, <laughs> yeah. And I, and then, you, so when you connect with that mm-hmm. type of energy, it changes you. Like yeah. when you surrender, cause I surrendered to it. Like I totally surrendered to it mm-hmm. as opposed to before thinking I knew what's up. Like I knew yeah. I was reading all the books, you know what I mean? It was, it was very Western. It was very Western, yeah. exactly. I was like, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. Breathe, Lama. Like you know, like, do that, do this. Yeah, 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 do this. Right, right. And after I was like, yo, like we just started listening, like to our bodies, listening mm-hmm. to ancestors, this listening to, you know, sitting with plants, sitting with each other, just and well, I, I finally I really felt the energy of like creation, you know, yeah. through my partner and through my daughters and my children, and uh, that really did send me on the path of like, um, yeah, just connecting with with creation again, you know, and all its beings. So, and mushrooms have always called to me and were there. So, um, yeah, I just kind of surrendered to that too, surrendered mm-hmm. to the mushroom, you know, because I was like, wow, you were there for me. Uh-huh. And um, what can I do for you now? Like, kind of yeah. thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know? What can the mushroom do? Yeah. What can you do for yeah. the mushroom? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, I need to, I need to, I need to pay this back somehow, right? Like, uh-huh. um, yeah, it's been a hard road for sure, uh-huh. especially with family and everything, you know. And, yeah. Um, there's a lot to to break and traumas to overcome, and um, but it's yeah, I've been sustained. It's brought me a long way, you know. It's provided me a lot of community community resources uh-huh. and um, support in like so many different ways and for that i feel really privileged and like honored you know yeah, yeah. oh that's beautiful that's like 
Is you touched on every single question I asked. <laughs> so this podcast is now over. <laughs> Mario, you just did it. I, uh, <laughs> I was like, sorry. this is Mario. <laughs> Pow. All right, that was Mario, y'all. <laughs> like, okay, good night. Good night. Have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um then that was amazing. I want to go back to so many different things and I think what I was so hopeful and excited to like sit down with you about was to know Mario behind how I've seen Mario. Yeah. You know, like so far in very like public spaces. And when I see you in those public spaces, I, you know, sometimes your partner's there, sometimes the kids are out playing, mm-hmm. you know, enjoying whatever events going on. Yeah. And I always wonder like, okay, like what, why does Mario do this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, how do I see his kids into it? Like, you know, like what, how deep are you into the mm-hmm. mushroom, you know? Yeah. And so I, and I've also always wondered like, okay, how does this happen? Like one of the things you said, right. It was like when your kids told you, um, they start talking about you at school, you know, yeah. and all the, they're drawing mushrooms <laughs> and like, this is what daddy does, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you're not like classically, I don't know how you would even say it. Like in the yeah. fungi world, it, there are like, a micro mycologist, mycologist yeah. right so there are mycologists and these are people who've like studied yeah for years yeah and then you have and then you have amateur mycologists <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know yes. the people who just are in love with the study of, of mycology you know um so amateur you know comes from the latin word amor you know uh-huh. and uh, it means uh it means kind of like like love of a hobby, kind uh-huh. you know, but to be in love with it. Yeah, to be in love with this hobby, be in love with this, this thing. Amateur. That's what amateur means. Wow. So I like yeah. So it's you should like amateur. You know, we like like sometimes we mm-hmm. reduce it down to like yeah, amateur or professional. Yeah. But really, when you say I'm an amateur mycologist or I'm an amateur uh-huh. uh, photographer, it means you love photography and you love doing it as a hobby. It means you love doing mycology and you love doing it as a hobby, not getting huh. paid for it. It means you're yeah. gonna do it regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'd rather say I'm an amateur photographer than a professional photographer, yeah. personally. Or like, I do photography. Uh-huh. No, like, I don't. I'm an amateur photographer. I love it. Yeah. I just, I just do it. <laughs> I just you know love it. Yeah. So that's so a lot of so I, I mean, I see myself like an amateur mycologist, uh, but more than that, I, you know, I've been because I've been trying to like elbow my way into into like mycologist spaces for so long that yeah. I've just like chosen. <laughs> To like not even identify with that, I guess. But really? even though I love mycology, mm-hmm. and some of my best friends and people that I really admire are mycologists or amateur mycologists, um, I think what I do is just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I would. I think to call myself an amateur. I think I, I do amateur mycology. I do for photo- amateur photography. I do. You know, I'm an amateur at a lot of things. <laughs> you know, I'm an amateur cook. You know, <laughs> you know, but I wouldn't call myself any of those one things, you know? So, um, you know, I think what I do is just, I, I like to just call myself a community organizer, you know? And yeah. <laughs> like, I, think, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I think it just encompasses a lot. And, I'm, and, yeah. and I, I hope people can can also realize that I, that I, you know, that I'm also trying to, you know, I, I try to serve, you know, I try to yeah. serve the community, I try to serve medicine, I try to serve uh, the cause, um, you know, for liberation and, mm-hmm. and, and freedom and justice, you know, so, um, and, you know, so when I do mycology, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I include and throw in there that sometimes in my college spaces or many spaces aren't expecting to hear or want to hear, uh-huh. you know, but I do that on purpose, you know, yeah. and that's exactly why I, I, I talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when I do that, I'm not necessarily a mycologist at that point. I'm, you know, I'm a disruptor, you know, yeah. I'm a, I'm an infiltrator, I'm an anarchist, yeah. I'm a, you know, at that point, you know, I'm doing something else. But when I'm in the field and I'm outside and with the kids, I'm doing a mushroom walk, I'm an amateur mycologist. But if I'm, you know, you know, making medicine, I'm a medicine maker. Uh-huh. You know, but if I'm uh, organizing an event, well, I'm a yeah. community organizer, you know, and so 
Yeah, I, I'm many things. That's know. rad. I'm like, how do I put I'm with Mario, the yeah, <laughs> y'all fill it in. Community organizer. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. saying, just, I was just thinking, you know. I love it. That's rad. Yeah, That's so you. cool, man. Um, so as you mentioned that sometimes you bring up, you know, these topics that people don't want to talk right. about. Now, I think, I can't remember if it was last year or this year, you spoke at a talk and you spoke about how mushrooms were queer. Mm, right. Yes. Yeah. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah. I like wish, I don't, I wish I would have been there. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. So I got to, when any time I talk about uh, queer mycology or, or anything like that, I got to shout out Patty Cashian, Cashian who's, um, is an important real mycologist like who's got a degree <laughs> and everything and uh -huh. is just a, a an awesome human but they are getting some of their work published soon they're, um they they are working on their doctorate and um or i think they already got it actually this yeah. past couple months so so shout out to them and, and congratulations to patty who's influenced a lot of our work and especially um got super excited when i when we heard about the queer mycology work because it was something that a lot of folks like myself identified with um but patty was able to really articulate and 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 explain why and how queer, uh, mushrooms and mycology and the study of mushrooms So at that point in our session, Mario was sharing about Patty Cation, and we definitely want to make sure that we shout out Patty. Um, Patty can be found on Instagram at queendom underscore fungi. Unfortunately, uh, the dog started barking, and so we had to edit out some really awesome content. But um, if you're interested in the work that Patty is doing, you can definitely follow on Instagram as well as um, just Google Patty Cation. Um, at Queendom Fungi and you'll actually see some really awesome episodes on other podcasts that Patty is featured in. Um, I hope to have Patty as a guest one day but uh, I'm just gonna put that out there now. <laughs> um, but let's get back into it. Sorry about that Mario and I kind of tried to fumble and find our step after that but uh, we wanted to shout out Patty on there. Yeah. I think it's so what exactly did you like can you give me a little snippet of like what you shared on or why mushrooms are queer? Yeah, so so the thing about that is and like why that calls to me um is well when like when we look at plants, you know, plants are kind of binary in many mm -hmm. ways. Um one being like you know the way they the way they mate mm -hmm. can be some plants can be are actually sexual there are a lot of cool ways you know not i'm totally generalizing when i say this but um in general plants and trees can be uh, pretty binary um scientifically speaking when you look at mushrooms in particular there's a mushroom called schizophilium commune or the split gill mushroom um, that mushroom is known to have uh, over 28,000 mating types. Whoa, 28,000? Mating types. So what that means, that doesn't mean there's that like... That mushroom's tinder is fired. Yeah, <laughs> but it's... <laughs> <laughs> Get on that grinder. <laughs> right. You're real good. Yeah, no. You could be on all of them, yeah. you grinder. Yeah. Like, everything. you're everything. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they don't discriminate any way of mating yeah. there's they're down but basically what that means i mean i don't want to break it down yeah. like the science <laughs> of what it means like um because there's ways like how do how do people even figure out that number it's it's like an it's a really weird and it's honestly it's taken me like two years to try to comprehend it so to try to explain it i'm not even there yet um but that speaks to a lot of the queer people when we when we hear that because we're like, wow, you know, we it's it's another example of queerness in nature, right? And actually, you know, when we a lot of the science that we've learned has been learned through uh, cis hetero white males' eyes, right? Uh, since the beginning of you know a lot of this like, taxonomy, uh, you know, Charles since Charles Darwin and that you know 
when these people have been laying down, you know, foundational key aspects or or models of science, um, you know, we've been trained to look at science and, and nature through their eyes. A lot of times, a lot of words, a lot of uh, names for, for mushrooms actually have like negative connotations or like a disgusting connotation because back when these early like taxonomists uh, or people were, you know, field field um, uh, uh, scientists, naturalists were were naming things, um, they had a disgust with them. They were like, ew, these mushrooms are gross. They were, and the mushrooms were looked upon as lesser plants. They, were, they didn't actually have their own uh, uh, like species or kingdom, or I like to say queerdom or queendom, uh-huh, yes. uh, as opposed to kingdom, <laughs> because, uh, well, f- for obvious reasons, but, yes. um, so until 1969, it wasn't until 1969 that fungi had their own class. Before then, they were lumped in with flowers, and they were just known as lesser flowers. So, so, so there's always this reductionist view in science, and when naming things, and especially looking at fungi, they, were, they had a lot of like gross names because they looked gross to these people, and a lot of these people aren't like aren't records saying how much they hated mushrooms or how they hate <coughs> the wretched smells, and like yeah. they have all these. You know, we like look at their journals and the way they describe some of these things. They're like, they're all associated with death and decay and rot. You know, always uh-huh. associated with death, decay, and the rot. Well, fast forward to now, and you know, when we a lot of us are embracing our our queer side and we embrace our dark side, and well, you know, something that's associated with death, decay, and rot sounds metal and fucking bad, yeah. like ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, like, so like, like, so yeah, associate me with that. You know what I mean? Like that's what I want to be associated with, as opposed to a dandelion in the forest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a hippie. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Dude, that's so cool. So I identify, you know, and then especially if you're queer and you hear about the other twenty thousand different mating types, and many mushrooms are are this way, and have. You know, maybe not as much as twenty eight thousand. That one, like, I think takes takes the win for like as many types. But um, yeah, we identify. We're like, ah, oh, cool. Like, just more queer friends out in nature for yeah. us. You know what I mean? Like, that's all that means for us. You know, and um, so yeah. And and then the way they are in nature, and you know, the way they're overlooked, the way they've been hated for so long, and just yeah. being you know, people have had a disgust for them. Well, I identify that as a person of color, you know, mm-hmm. as a ch- as a child of an immigrant, of a you know what I mean. Um, you know, when you hear about, you know, the, you know, how close they are to to death and rot and decay, you know, I also think about and identify with with what we've had to deal with mm-hmm. as as a people in history with trauma, and then and then even presently, like what we live in. Um, you know, I also feel like we're bioremediators in many ways. Like our people, we are bioremediators. Like we make something that's dead and or dying, and yeah. we remediate it, make it better, use it. And well, mushrooms do the same thing. So I, so so yeah, when I identify with fungi or when I say they're queer, uh-huh. I'm identifying them with them on many ways, on a spiritual level, on a physical level, on a metaphorical mm-hmm. level, you know, and. Um, and to me, it speaks to the immigrant story, struggle, to the person of color struggle, and all the violence we have to deal with, and then, and then the class level that we're put in. But you, but yeah, it's still the most important. Because what would happen without mushrooms? There would, like, it would break down. She would break down. Like the whole yeah. system would break down. What would happen without the lower class yeah. people, the working class people? The whole shit, the whole system would break down, right? Break that shit down. So I, that's why I identify with them. Because, you yeah. know, that's how I see them. It's the like, It's the breakdown. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, we, uh, that's so cool. yeah, we're the remediators, we're the cleaners, we're the ones closest to decay and rot and doing that work that needs to be done. Because yeah. without us, who's going to do it? That's mm-hmm. us. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's amazing. That's, that gives so much meaning and like 
more of an understanding to what POC funk guy community yeah. is. Like yeah. literally the funk guy. Yeah. And like that's so deep. Yeah. That's rad. I feel like when I because I've heard like a couple of things, you know, like mushrooms are very clear. Right. Like, I feel as a non-binary um, person who's queer, I feel that like when I hear about things that like, you know, when I hear, I learn about a um, mushroom right. or uh, an animal that like, hey, that looks familiar. I'm like, that is my affirmation yes. that I do. Yes. I, it is every right to exist. Yes. And I am of nature, yes. right? Like I am of the earth yes. because if you look around you, the entire ecosystem is queer. The entire yeah. ecosystem is like, you know, yes. down to the roots, to the ground, yeah. to the mycelium. Yes. Like, yeah. And no, it, it's an affirmation, exactly. Yeah. It's beautiful. So yeah, and it gives much. you place. Mm -hmm. In a world that often tells you you don't have a place, yeah. and when you think of science and you think of the world of mycology, so when I did say that one day at the San Diego Mycology uh -huh. Society, yeah, I got some scoffs. Yeah. I got some scoffs. Scoffs. You know, like, <laughs> what a, does a scoff sound like? Scoff. Scoff. <laughs> <laughs> Is it this scoff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, I, there, I mean, I had a couple, an, an older couple get up and walk out. And, really? Yep, yeah. Uh, there was uh, an, uh, a man who stayed behind to make sure he, I heard what he had to say. He needed to tell me, um, you know, that he's a nationalist and that he doesn't dislike our people, but like, you know, yeah, like, of course, like, you know, criminals shouldn't be let in the country yeah. and shit like that. After I just showed a video about like, on how POC funder community like also stands for migrant rights and like I had like yeah. you know and all this imagery of the, of the crisis going down at the border and you know like I slid that in yeah while during a mushroom talk you know what I'm saying like you know to this group yeah. who's like you know they didn't come for that mm. they didn't come to hear politics they didn't come to hear about that they came to hear about mushrooms that's what that's what they're in, into this for you know oh. and I get it that I. And in that way, I probably am not too very conducive if to like your mental health if you're in those spaces for like mental health. Like if you're, if you're, you know, I get it. Nature and and mushrooms and and, and, and plants, they're all a, a point of therapy. They can be very therapeutic. And if you're there for those things, I I I have to apologize to those people like ahead of time because I often go in there yeah. and I bring I bring a lot more than just mushrooms, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I usually will, you know, make you feel uncomfortable, especially if you if you've done some stuff or been a part of or supported mm -hmm. or stand or stay silent yeah. at stuff that uh, that uh, that is going to be making you uncomfortable, and that's the reason why. So you, you know, I shouldn't need to. You need to repent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to repent. No. Oh no, that's triggering words. No, I feel you. I feel you. I, 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 but it's real. And I say it in that way, it almost like yeah. as a because I am triggered. <laughs> because like, yeah, I want to yeah. transmute that or like, you know, like give them a taste of their own, you know, medicine or something. Sure. I guess I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I definitely disrupt in that way. And like, I, I do feel bad for people who are in those spaces and like accidentally heard my shit and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> I didn't go for this. this yeah, I didn't come. School. Yeah, to, to hear that queer mycology is, a, is that what I said was uh, mycology is a queer science. It's a queer science mm -hmm. by like by nature. I, I forgot how I like worded it, but like, um, yeah, because it's, you know, we're studying like these other worldly things and like so okay. we're already the outsiders kind of like queer so it's a queer mycology it's a queer science and they're just like no <laughs> you know <laughs> right, right. But there's a lot of old people oh like yeah said, yeah these space these spaces are made up by a lot of old people you know old doctors yeah. old lawyers who you know in their spare time they're into mushrooms as a taxonomy thing like the way birders are Oh. The way arborists are, the way you know what I'm saying, yeah, you, you, yeah, you know, outdoor people, you know, the way yeah, the outdoor people totally. are, you, yeah, same, yeah. same thing, the same, same, <laughs> you always have the same like structure, same structure, right. they, you know, they have a little board. I love, like, no, like, 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 
you know, like, oh, like a board, yeah, like, board members, <laughs> and like, you know, God. Yes, they love hierarchies and I pyramids. Love hierarchies, pyramids, and like this. without one, yeah. and if they were to see things as a circle, it like literally they're gonna destruct. Yeah, and they're just gonna. Yeah, so that's one of the things I usually say too when I start off these talks because they're set up like audience style, right? Like everybody's looking at me and I go, usually when I do talks, I love and or prefer that we do them in a circle, but we're not. So, you know, bear with me. I guess I have a mic right now, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) I have to listen to me. Yes. Damn, that's really awesome. Hey y'all, you're listening to Sippin' with Jay. I'm so glad that you found this podcast. And also, I hope that you find me on Instagram. I can be found at Sippin' with Jay. Um, In this segment with Mario, I mean, we really dove into community organizing here on the land that we occupy, Kumye territory. Um, It's just, it's been a real challenge during these COVID times. So I hope you enjoy this next session and get something awesome from it. Um, yeah, I think and within my group, like <clears throat> a lot of our question is like, where to start, right? Like we wanna do more than just land acknowledgement. Like how do we actually create relationship with, you know, the people of this land and mm-hmm. how do we, you know, like, bring about some sort of healing and how do we service for what we can offer, you know? Mm. And I think that's like one of the questions that like I've been wanting to ask you and how do you do that? Like, how do you, how do you create the relationship? Right. And so like, that's, mm. that's obviously like, a, uh, where like us, you know, coming together mm. could really help mm. is that like, we are also want to be a part of that but don't have experience in that, you know what I mean? And it's like, also a lot of what, you know, what you're, kind of a lot of what I heard from like your quick conversation, you know, like um, about organizing like things, (laughs) about like organizing things and like, you know, how do you, out the components and like what does it look like right like mm-hmm. i i do well at that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. because that's where my experience yeah. is you know like that's what it's been up until now and now it's like meshing okay well while i've learned this for a corporate industry right. you know and like something that yeah. doesn't feel good is not natural like how do i help just the organization within yeah. something you know sure. so that's just like a, that's just. How do you problem. take what you learn and apply it and make it for good here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, so that it doesn't feel like it's nothing. Sure. A lot of times it feels like it's nothing. Right. You know, and that's kind of like why I started QTP was so like it could somehow be for something, and like, but there's also other aspects of myself that I want to grow in order to like to be at my highest, you know. <laughs> Me too, though. That's why I'm not even fucking around. in the hospital for 10 years and i was right. serving the man you know yeah. hardcore and like some of my closest friends worked for big pharmaceutical companies and yeah. you know and yeah you know i yeah. uh, you know it, i wanted i wanted to learn i wanted to know how i how i can apply what i learned what i all the inside shit that i got yeah. you know what i mean and how do i infiltrate because i know how they operate now now you know uh-huh. how the corporate operates yeah and now how do we translate it into something that's maybe non-capitalistic? Right. Which is also like a, a super tricky thing. It's mm-hmm. so tricky. That's it's so tri- tricky. Yeah. It's the trickiest thing. Mm-hmm. Because we got to eat and pay ourselves home, though. Exactly what mm-hmm. I was going to say. And also, 
you want to be sustainable. And you want to sustain. Yeah, you want this to be the, the. Yeah, you want it to last. Yeah, you want it to last, and you want to also create have, it for others. Right, right, right. So they can experience what right. you're experiencing. <clears throat> you know, but first you gotta figure out how do you get to experience it. Ooh. And that's the that's why the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we, we both have a lot of questions. No, and. I'm, I'm there. That's where I'm taking this time. So a lot of things that I've been trying to learn how to do, um, I signed myself up to learn. Like, okay, so, uh-huh. I mean, we need land yeah. when it comes down to it. And this, I'm like, you know, and I, and I did that to make fun because when you were talking, I did want to cry. Like, I yeah. want to cry at these things because this is how passionate I feel about it. This is why I'm fucking still here, like, chipping away at this thing. Is because when it comes down to it, we need land. When it comes down to it, we're looking for autonomy. We're looking to be free, right? We're looking to have to be at the fucking table, right? Um, without having a handout, without and personally for me, I want to do without anybody doing us a favor, kind of. Right. Thing. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. because I'm 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 done. I want. That person wants to give us a favor to come and ask us for a favor. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I want them to come to our table. You know what I'm saying? So, so in doing that, I've realized you know we just got to build outside of it, right? And, and build relationships. That's that's amazing enough. But now I think I'm at a point where I now we need to like educate ourselves. Yeah. And how this fucking system works so that we can make it work for us, or or. Are we fucking about it? And are we fucking actively getting ready, preparing ourselves for the demise and fall of this shit? Yeah, that's true. So, unless we are actively preparing and arming ourselves and learning how to plant uh-huh. food, which you should be fucking doing all of these things anyway, mm-hmm. you could also, should probably also be learning what real estate and land trust look like, uh-huh. what fucking stocks are, and so that we can learn how to invest our money, know what trust funds are, mm-hmm. because I can guarantee you, I have like one person in my community that can talk about those things. Yeah. That's not cool. No. And white people, this is what they talk about. That's what that's mm-hmm. what their parents bring them in on. Mm-hmm. They, they have lands, them. they have land set up from their great grandfathers they have start they have meetings about these things i'm not shitting you like i'm not like you know the way we have like oh family get togethers no they have that but at the bank where they bring in their families to the bank so they could get run down on what's happening with all their stocks so they get down what's happening with their with their trust funds they get a rundown what's happening every year in the market what's happening with china what's happening with all these things my mind just exploded around right because yeah. I don't know none of that shit. We don't know. We don't, we're not even there. Right. And if we're not going to be there, we're at work And I get it. I have people like, like we shouldn't even be learning all that shit because we can just be tearing all that shit down. Why are we on right. you know, upholding any of that, those systems? Mm-hmm. Sick. So you are arming yourselves, right? right? And you're fucking learning how to grow food and you're learning how to hear yourself and you're learning how to hunt your own food and you're learning how to live communally, how to lot a lot of cooperation. You're learning you better be actively learning those things then. Yeah. Because and fucking figuring out how to infiltrate this larger system. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If, yeah. Uh-huh. And because if you're not, dude, how are you helping us right now? Like mm-hmm. if it is planting food and doing all those things, you know about it. Sign me up. I've been yeah. I've been down, you know. But I think we're just at a crossroads right now. We're like a lot of radical, a lot of people are trying to figure yeah. out like, okay, what team are you really on? Yeah. Are you just talking about it? And are you afraid to act? Because you really are in your cushy. You live, yeah. you live in cush. You live uh-huh. in comfy. Damn. Or are you really down and willing to dismantle mm-hmm. capitalism? And by doing that, well, one of the things we would have to do is fucking... Stop going to the store altogether. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's like, there's, there's, there's a way. There's this, there's, there's, there's already a, there's a handbook. Yeah. There is there. So do we have it? Are we using it? Are we applying it? Who's or not? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. With uh, with like organizing, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like we're at a crossroads, and like I want to figure out where everybody's at. Like, how radical are we fucking filming? Right. Are we ready to go fucking get land? Yeah. Who's who's? We need to identify who's who does what. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you need to identify okay, you big bread or you bake you're the bread, but you you know what I mean? The bread baker. <laughs> you make cheese sick. You fucking you're the healer. Sick. Yeah. You, you know we need to identify. We need to actively yeah. be at working and checking out these networks. So we're building relationships like for long term uh-huh. dismantling uh-huh. of oppressive systems. And if well, if we're just talking about that shit, and we just need to survive day by day. As POCs, I'm no judgment passed from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the other component. Because then there's like, ah, well, you ain't about it. Yeah. And then now what? So, so you're working against me or for me? Or, or are you going to put me in that same category that you put the enemy in? Damn. You know, the enemy that we're fighting, right? Like, if we're fighting white supremacy, la, 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 all these people. All of a sudden, the person that doesn't want to ride with you is that is just as bad as yeah. All of a sudden, that person is wants to uphold white supremacy. All of a sudden, that person is too afraid. Does that sound like ableist talk? Uh huh. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you know. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. With, as far as that goes, you know, I'm like I'm kind of. Yeah, I, I do feel like my hands are tied behind my back right now, especially with COVID. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like COVID's that that line, right? Or that moment. Yeah. Where it really, it fucking, it got real. It got real. Like, I don't know if I've told you what happened the day after the gathering. Uh, you t- a little bit. Like, what did happen? So, after, like, the gathering happened, you know, everybody was on a high, and it was great, and I went to work the next day. I had spent the whole weekend off because of the gathering. Yeah. And so, I went to work, and shut, like, pallets empty. Oh, right, 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 right. And I was like, what the fuck? And they are like, yeah, we don't know when we're getting this back. We don't know when we're getting that back. And, like, literally, this manager who I went is, like, going over thing after thing after thing that happened that weekend. And, like, all my ancestors were triggered of, like, mm. instability. And then, out of, like, the, like, I was, like, how did I go from, like, we're going to create a new world, it's going to be great, you know, to, like, it's fucking here. I'm not prepared. My people are not prepared. <laughs> I fucking, I've been talking about, like, so, you know, I've been talking about, like, I took a first aid class. I wanted to bring it back to the community. I didn't fucking do that. I haven't I done that? Like, all these things started coming into my head. And then, like, as the days kept going, you know, we kept hearing more shit. More things were getting terrifying. You can't hug people. You can't see your elders. And then, like, you know, I would then um, it just, it was heavy, dude. And we saw, I saw, like, white people's baskets filled. And all I could think about was, like, the POC families who were waiting on that check on Friday and what it feels to be waiting for a check on Friday and you're on your last cup of noodles and you're waiting and what if there's no more cup of noodles? There wasn't. And there wasn't, you know? There wasn't, like, any food from them. And that shit was, like, so triggering. And I was, like, literally... I think I had, like, texted you and I was, like, what do you guys need, you know? Because, like, I have access to these things. And we're, like... So many of us were like piling like toilet paper into our cars and like rice and shit for like the people within that we knew that were in our community that needed that shit, you know, because all of a sudden we were gatekeepers yep. of resources. Yep. yep. And like by chance because we worked there. <clears throat> I felt like it was it, it was a blessing when you told me. I remember you yeah. brought me that rice. <gasps> I got rice, y'all. Rice. <laughs> You know? Yeah. I remember. Man, that shit was crazy. But it, that moment, it just made me realize what side I was on. Because I was living Kush, you know? And I have been Kush. And I've been comfortable because 
first it was I needed the money for survival. Mm-hmm. Then it became this feels nice. Yeah. You know, then it became wait, there's not enough of this good money. Yeah. Why isn't there enough of this good mm-hmm. money? Because I'm spending all my time working these forty hours, working these shitty hours, you know, and I don't have time to cook, I don't have time to nourish my body, yeah. I don't have time for my meetups, I don't have yeah. time you know, like all these things yeah. started coming. And it it became do you want to invest in like what you know you're here for and the community that you're building outside of this workplace or do you want to continue giving them resources of yourself years of your life right. you know and so that came down now to like where i stepped down in the position that i was at and it's gonna be a pay cut and it's gonna feel rough but i have to remember what that feels like and yeah. that's where i come from that's the community right you know right. and i can't i'm not somebody who throws dollars i have to be there on the lines you know yeah. and so that's where it was going to eat yeah. at you yeah. you're going to be able to sleep at night i did it you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I still don't yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's not <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this year i feel that way that like you you have people now who you've been riding with or who are around you mm-hmm. and it's like are you really down you know like someone and it's hard, like you said, you know, you want to get paid too. Yeah. You want to, like, well, that, you want to be valued. Yeah, valued. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You see other people getting paid or doing less work and doing shit, and you're like, wait, that's of no value and you're getting paid? That's of literally no value and you're getting yeah. paid. Uh-huh. I'm doing something of value and of substance. We should, it's because, but you see where the value is put in society, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not put into into these things that we're talking about, you know. Yeah. Whether it be healing, justice, uh, access, representation, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, they're going towards commodification and selling something. You yeah. Know? They'll sell the outdoors to you. They'll sell <laughs> They'll you sell it so hard. They'll sell it hard. They'll package it up. Yeah. They'll, you know. Yeah, they'll put a little label on it and send it right to you, wherever yeah. it is. You know, I'm talking about the outdoors, I'm talking about mushrooms, mm-hmm. medicine, mm-hmm. ayahuasca, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm even talking about the movement. They'll package that shit up too. Mm-hmm. They'll fucking sell you a shirt. They'll fucking, you know what yeah. I mean? They'll send you a sticker. Oh, that when yeah. you feel good about that, you fucking. You need did something. Yeah, you didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I remember, um, I think it was in June, right? When everything was going on with, um, well, everything had started when George Floyd yeah. was murdered. And I hung out with Sammy and, and Lisa, and y'all were telling me that, like, our people all of a sudden, like, like our white people come into your page all of a sudden. I was like, no, not yet. And I felt it months later. And I think you had, you had posted some shit too. Like, you know, this is for, oh, yeah. yeah. And you felt like people were, I don't know, just like all of a sudden all these white people were coming to our gates and it was like, our gates were never created for you. Yep. You know, not that we have gates, we don't have borders. But you know what I mean? Like I mean, as a disclaimer, like, but they wanted, a piece of us like you yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, or to make them feel better. Make yeah. them feel okay. I'm like, I'm good, right? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. You follow I follow PLC Fungi. <laughs> and what? What is that equate? Yeah. Like I I bet more to them. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, if that's all you're able to do, I don't want to sell them. One, then that's the thing with us. Our, in the culture, we don't we hate to sound, sound ungrateful yeah. ever, right? <laughs> that's true. I'm just done though. And this like right now where I'm at, I'm yeah. I'm done, like making me feel okay. I've done it. I'm if anybody knows me, you know that I every even when I Twist the the ice pick it, you know. I'm doing it with as nice and as gently as I could possibly do it. Uh-huh. But the way I'm feeling right now is like, yo, I don't even have space for that. None of that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, to make you feel good, to coddle you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's no. <clears throat> I can't. 
There's none of that right now going on. I think, yeah, we're beyond the past, the point of, like, it came to me earlier, but we're beyond the point of even having a space to, you know, think about, like, mm-hmm. you're either with it or you're not. Like, we're riding. Are you coming or are you staying? Because at this point, there is no in-between. There's no gray, mm-hmm. you know? There never was a gray, mm-hmm. but now more than ever, every, like, BIPOC person has to wake up and be like, oh, shit, you know, like, I'm either writing or I'm going to enjoy the role that I'm playing in the society. Because mm-hmm. everybody's playing a role. Mm-hmm. Basketball players, mm-hmm. entertainers, mm-hmm. they didn't mean shit all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know? They still don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. And it was like, none of that stuff matters. It didn't matter what they were mm-hmm. doing. They were playing roles to make their life comfortable and their families comfortable. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I want to I wanna empower our folks. I never want to hate somebody yeah. coming up, you know? Somebody surviving. Somebody surviving, mm-hmm. you know? Coming here, you know, making something for the family. And, you know, I think about my parents, I think about my dad. You know, my parents are like, like I, like, I already suffered for you. Like, you should be happy. Like, why are you so angry all the time? They literally ask yeah. us, why are you so angry? All the time? Like, why are you guys so upset? Like, if you have it, wow, though. Like, and it's, and then they're so right. Yeah. In many ways, because I, you know, according to my dad, you know, he didn't, you know, the dude didn't, he didn't know what Nikes were. And yeah, I've never gone here without, you know, uh-huh. without having a brand new pair of shoes. You know, I've I've never gone hungry like my dad did. It's true, he did fight for that. He did cross, and he did make it here, and he did make sure that I had a better life. So, so in my fight, it almost seems like I'm ungrateful for my father's struggle for what he gave me, mm-hmm. and for my mom, for what they fought to get me, for what they've endured, right? For the every day they're having to get up yeah. and deal with a white man and gets get exploited. I gotta be yeah. grateful for that. My showing my anger to my parents equates to almost being ungrateful for that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for their suffering, for what they went through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's like I'm fighting because of what you went through, though. Yeah. I'm fighting because of what you had to <laughs> Cause endure. Because you, you shouldn't have had a yeah. person, a human shouldn't have to go through with all of that to eat uh-huh. and have a new pair of shoes every year. That's, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're so far back assimilated. We're so traumatized that when they throw us a scrap of food, we feel grateful. Yeah. And we're like, and we say thank you to the master because they threw us some food. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to eat your scraps anymore, <laughs> dude. It's true. I'm not trying to be content. I'm not trying to let my people, my kids, be content with my watching me suffer. Uh-huh. That's traumatic. Hell yeah. I had to watch my dad get up and go to work every day, and my mom, and then have mm-hmm. to suffer and endure, and hear them come home after work, and hear what they have to endure, and hear all the people and injustice and racism and assholes yeah. and people and bosses and you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So now when I grow up, wait, what am I? What's my I'm expected to, you know, my parents fought, so I'm not expected to become a doctor. Yeah. A lawyer. Something, you know what I mean? But not this mad, (laughs) fucking angry chief guy next who (laughs) likes mushrooms and is trying to tear down the systems of oppression. (laughs) Give me a break. (laughs) Give me a break. Hey, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in this week to our episode on Sipping with Mario of POC Fungi Community. If you're interested in Mario's work, you can find Mario at POC Fungi Community on Instagram. And also they have a periodic newsletter that they come out with. And if you want to subscribe to that or just get in touch, you got some questions about where they're going to be next. Hit up on Gmail, POC Fungi Community at gmail.com. 
Thank you all again so much for listening this week. We had such a great time. I always enjoy sitting down with Mario and really just picking at Mario's head, really. Um, thank you all so much. You can find me on pretty much everything. <laughs> Check out Instagram, Korean The Path. That is my organization that I work with. And you can also find me at Sippin' With Jay on Instagram as well. Thank you so much. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. I hope you have a beautiful, blessed, awesome week filled with love, laughter, hugs, just chilling with your friends, chilling with your dog, your family, or just yourself, taking that time to really just sip on it, enjoy your time. All right. Have a good week, y'all.